0: The Daily Dribble. this is the daily dribble podcast wait a second oh. wait a second wait a second wait a second back it up a second this is not the daily dribble podcast today lads what well, is it this is the aussie no dunks we are back we, we are joined it. once yes. again nick lee bro we are back the daily dribble team we are once again joined by the lads from the fifth and dribble podcast lock and maddie b fellas thank you for joining us once again here today uh, thank you for
1: having us as always. Um, the weather is fantastic up here in, on the mainland. Uh, <laughs> I wonder how it is Flexible. down there after
0: we've, uh, after we've kicked you off, mate. She's, <laughs> I tell you what, we are well and truly in the thick of winter here. We are rugged up to the chest, we it's are awesome. hating it. Yep, hating it at the minute. We are not built for this, are we, Lee? We're not. No, no, there's we've, I tell you what, like what, what are you guys at operating that in winter, like 17, 18 degrees?
2: Uh, it, it was it was cold early winter. We had the big puffer jackets on. It was maybe 15 degrees, you know, okay. but uh, at the moment we're, we're about 18, 19 today, I think it was, was no nice oh, today, today. today
1: was beautiful. A couple of beers were had in the sun. The jumper did come off while oh, I yeah. engaged in a triple a triple tower burger. Um, <laughs> I, believe, nice. I believe the local called it the notorious OG. Um, right. So yeah, yeah, it was, uh, that was delicious, but yeah, probably about 19, 20 it nice today. today. It was nice. It was good in the sun. And whilst you
0: do that, we're operating in seven to eight degrees here, aren't we, Rory?
3: Yeah, unfortunately, so. I'm glad to see that you've got the shorts and t-shirts out, though, boys. It's um, <laughs> we do. refreshing to see, and I can't say it's something that we get to experience <laughs> for the majority of the year. But oh well. Nevertheless, nice. we'll live vicariously through you guys. But as we
0: said Think again, of all those <laughs>
2: apples you have, <laughs> <laughs> we, will, we will
0: we will take them all, <laughs> yeah. take every single one. But fellas, as we said, a big thank you for joining us once again. Oh, uh, today it's you know when we get our little groups together. It's a bit of a piss take. We just talk the shit. Uh, we're going to discuss today a couple of talking points from the NBA, the NBL, rattle through what your thoughts were on the NBA finals that wrapped up last week between the Warriors and Celtics. Roy, how are you coping at the minute, my man?
3: Yeah, look, I've had a bit of time to recover, but it was a tough week there. Let's be honest. Like <laughs> yeah. we know how I was particularly after that game six where, yeah, it was a, it was a somber moment, but um, no, we're going to bounce back and look out next year because I think, I think you've got, oh, uh, no. you've got something to look forward to, unlike maybe perhaps the Lakers, Nick? No, mate, there's plenty to look forward to there, don't you <laughs> worry about that. The purple and gold will rise like a phoenix from the ashes, don't oh, worry. I'll believe it when I see it.
0: Um, and then we'll also rip through some talking points on the NBA draft that occurred throughout the week. Before we get into it though, guys, a big shout out to Spotlight Sports Network, Pop Culture Pros and our main man Lee McGrath at the cover, Yep. who not only backs us up, but backs you boys at the 5th and Dribble up too. And I believe oh, praise,
1: praise be onto the cover as praise always be,
0: praise yeah. be onto the cover. You guys have got a little hookup tomorrow as well. Don't
1: you? Uh, yes, we do have a little hookup. Uh, keep an eye on the socials and what not. We are uh, going to be breaking down movie night, slumber party, bit of a uh, bit of hustle, a yeah. bit of Adam a Sandler. We like, we like this. little. Oh yeah. Netflix and chill. That's that sounds Just quickly good for, for you boys. Too.
0: When you go to the movies, are you, you kind of popcorn guys? Are you the lollies and chock tops or what are you going to go for?
2: Popcorn, but sometimes you got to put Maltesers in the popcorn. Whoa. Oh, man, no, you're a rare You are a no, rare, I don't Salty and sweet, mate. That's what <laughs> you like do. not knock it, salad. boys.
1: Don't knock it till you try it. I was also very against yeah. this and then jumped straight on it as soon as I tried it. However, myself, more of a lolly man. I, oh, I yeah. do. okay. I get no, call like a little here. bit of a round.
0: You no, no, do no do it does. Goes well, it goes hard. It goes hard. No, it definitely goes hard.
2: Popcorn, get one of those little bags of Maltesers. Pop them all in, they kind of melt a little bit. Salty, sweet,
0: beautiful. You know what I find bizarre, that we down here in Tasmania get labelled as the freaks. (laughs) It just confuses me, the the fact that we're labelled, you know, the state, as we just came on air, we said about two heads and things of the kind. But you guys are operating with Maltesers in your popcorn. Give me a break. Nick,
1: Nick, Nick, this is not a door you want to open. Remember, you're from Tasmania. We (laughs) have to give ammo. Don't open this door. Don't open this door.
0: Facts, mate. Oh, yeah, it's probably not a battle I, I can win, so I'll leave it at that.
2: But also, don't knock it till you try it. All Next time right. you're at the movies, have a little cuddle, whack out the Maltesers and popcorn. All right, oh, all right. I don't know if, about if it. If goes but... to shit, it's on you. <laughs> That's all right. I, I can live with it.
1: From there, from there. I do, We'll boy. sleep soundly yeah. in our 20 degree weather. Don't no. worry about fire. Oh, come on.
3: That's a low blow, mate. You are just <laughs> taking pictures left, right and centre here.
0: Guys, before we get into it though, be sure to follow, like, subscribe, wherever you listen to the show. We're on all the socials, bro. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and... LinkedIn. Don't forget about LinkedIn. LinkedIn. We're all our professional Wow, Making waves on LinkedIn at the minute. You boys got LinkedIn? Uh, not,
2: not for fifth and dribble, not
0: though. for fifth and individually, no, not, yes, individually? but uh, fifth and dribble, no, yeah, no, it, more, but more, it, might, what, it
1: has to come if you if you're if you business moguls are doing it, then we should do it too. Well, yeah, it's more, through, more.
0: more so done through me personally. We don't have a fifth and uh, a daily dribble account, should I say, but uh, linked where it's at, isn't it, boys. Uh, sure. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so every time we no, people, are, people
2: are out and about on LinkedIn now. I see it. You, you had a few people slide in, you know, yeah. here's some motivational quote. Here's a few. Yeah. Degrees, yeah, Wait, so so we don't
4: have a LinkedIn. We're just plugging your. No, but
0: LinkedIn. I'll yes. be the voice of voice of reason on my Work LinkedIn for the, for the channel here. But guys, let's get into it. We've got a lot to get through let's today. I do want to start on the news. We We spoke about last week on the show, Kenny Atkinson. Um, the news that he was going to become head coach of the Hornets. Yeah. This has since done a bit of a backflip here, Lee. He's going to be staying as head
4: assistant coach of the Warriors. Yeah. What do you think about this as our resident Hornets fan? I mean, I'm not happy. I, I had my host up with, with Kenny because he's a renowned good coach. And we've replaced him with Stevie Clifford, which we fired three years ago for yeah. James Rago, mm. and now we fired James Rago for Buddy <laughs> yeah, Steve that's Clifford. So that
0: about says it all, Matty yeah,
4: That is that is yeah. tough. That is wow. Yeah. It Ooh. seems like we're going in circles at this point. You know, you see uh, We've we just we've got no care um, yeah. around our boys right now. Miles Bridges is on his IG story drinking lean. <laughs> My, uh, oh, buddy, Lamelo <laughs> Bowl is running red lights. Uh, so really, would you, if it's you like your way,
2: who was the one reckon? that got the forty-year-old pregnant, and then she's hitting him up for all? Was that PJ? That's nah, PJ, PJ, yeah. PJ, PJ. PJ, come yeah. on. And then and then Trez with three pounds of marriage. Oh, oh God, God.
0: God. What, what is, is happening in Charlotte? Can yeah. we just? Yeah. I was just on an absolute real... nose dive What do you reckon MJ's <laughs> thinking at the minute? Like boys from the fifth and dribble, Maddie Bay Lock, MJ. You know the most. I guess aggressive performer, aggressive winner that we've ever seen in the history of sports and his franchise is going belly up at the minute, what would you be thinking if you were him? Like he's, he's at the point now where he won't even take selfies with the fans.
2: I think he's just trying to figure out what lean is. I think he's, ferocious, I think he's ferociously Googling what uh what that is, but you can't imagine a big fella be too happy. It was nice at the, like, the start of last year when they were playing well, he was out yep. and about. We Absolutely. talked about it. Like, he was getting involved. He actually felt like an, an NBA guy again, like he was there. Yeah. Um, but it's it's tough to see him go away. But, oh, yeah, the Steve Clifford high is really rough, man. Like, the yeah. best thing about Atkinson is the culture he brings. Exactly. Yeah. You saw what he did with that Nets team, yeah. yeah.
0: And developing a team, like, the way he got the best out of, you know, your Spencer Dinwiddie, your Jared Allen. Yeah. And really developed them into a playoff team um that's a big step backwards with steve clifford there like he, that magic team when he was head coach went nowhere so it certainly doesn't bode well going forward with the hornets it looked so good a week ago by the trez incident yeah um but she's she's taken a trip south very very quickly there speaking of i guess like teams teams around the league and teams who are kind of maximizing their opportunities and players, I guess I should say, PJ Tucker is opting out of his $7.5 million contract Mm. with the Heat. He's going to enter free agency here. And during the week, we heard that the 76ers were interested in offering a 37-year-old PJ Tucker a three-year contract at $30 million. Unbelievable. Holy Jesus. PJ Tucker, 37-year-old and $30
3: million. Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Surely not. No, surely not. Yeah, indeed. Um, I didn't know I, he was thirty-seven. To be honest, thirty-seven he's years old. No, he's a vet. He's a vet for sure. I guess he would have. things think he's 34. a vet and then
2: some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you're a vet when you're like thirty-two. He's, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah, still yeah. not as expensive as his shoe collection, though, boys. Have yeah. we heard about? No, I mean, no, that, that's, that's true. Yeah. That is undefeated. That shoe collection. Oh, right. is undefeated. That's unbelievable. But yeah, but uh, that's yeah, that, true. That, that that is incredible. You um, still think he's got a bit to offer, though? I mean, what does he have? He's got, he's obviously championship experience. He's got years in the NBA. He's got, I guess, miles under the belt. But if you're paying that much to a guy who's definitely on the back nine, as you would coin Nick. Absolutely. um, I I don't see the logic in it. Um, He's definitely going, if he's going anywhere, he's going to a contender. We know this. He's not going to spend his last few years in the NBA on a bottom-dwelling team, but it just doesn't make sense to me. Is that is that, like, just, I guess, for you guys at the fifth and dribble there, based on, you
0: know, what we've seen him produce over the last couple of seasons, guessing he'll go to a championship contending team, where do you think he'll end up? And do you think if you're looking at that three years, $30 million, is that overs for what you're getting out of 37-year-old PJ Tucker? Oh, for sure.
1: For sure it's overs. And I don't think that you can put too much into these 76ers rumors because they just got rid of, like, virtually, like, PJ Tucker-Light and Danny Green. Like, they just yeah. moved on to Memphis for D'Anthony mm-hmm. Melton. Like, yep. sure, they need to, like, fix their bench a little bit, but for 30 mil, like, especially considering oh, nice. like two years of those are going to be guaranteed and yeah. then the last one is like what maybe a player player option player maybe option, they yeah. can sneak in a, maybe they can sneak in a team option if they're paying him that much but at the same time like what's he going to give you like seven maybe seven points a game he'll you know he'll at shoot best. above above 40% from three maybe and like i don't know maybe yeah, be, defend the third best guy like he's just, he's not he's not be what 40 he was by the end of it yeah exactly yeah. that's the crazy yeah. thing but yeah. i mean 40 in the nba now is like 35 10 years ago so i guess like I can kind of see it, but he's not. I don't think he's worth more than the seven million that he was going to get this year anyway. I mean, if if Kemba Walker is being bought out at nine million, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Offering <laughs> him Craig thirty question. million over three? Like, Facts. what is that about?
0: Well, I tell you, isn't it a funny world we live in? Like this money, it's just absurd amounts for the players that you're actually getting. You mm. know, like a kind of a bench, a low benchmark now is fifteen million, and that gets you like, a, a par player.
2: And that's the thing, like, we hear it, we go, oh, like, for a good play, you'd go 10 mil. Oh, that's not bad value. It's like that it's $10, like, yeah, $10 million. Yeah, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like, yeah. that's a it's, sick, sick is.
0: world we live in. Well, I guess the guy is. who's going to be making a bit of money here and who's transitioned. Spoke about I, I think he did you guys doubt me a couple of weeks ago when I said the rumors about Jeremy Grant going to the Blazers? No, he, he was always with, he was always some, on the receipts. <laughs> oh, he's got receipts. Hold on, get the wallet out. Check <laughs> these I'd like to go back and see this. Officially, <laughs> officially been announced during the week here. Heading heading to the Blazers, Jeremy Grant will link up with Dame Lillard and Anthony Simons. There, fellas, mm. what do you think about this trade? Like this is does this does this get Portland back into, you know, a playoff team? Are they going to be play-in team where where do you think this move will shape them maddie and Locke?
2: if the west wasn't so stacked i would like it more but That's... the top of the west is so heavy i could see them being a like low tier playoff team maybe probably a play in at least um I, I don't think it it jets them to to a top five seed at all i mean i like it because if if they were set on retooling around dame yep. then this was a pretty good move hmm. uh but long term wise i don't really like it
1: no i don't care <laughs> i don't care how good damian Lillard is jeremy grant is not putting you he's i, I don't even think he's putting you in the in you the play in no nah, i don't think so because i don't think who, so either who who is it after that use like of josh, josh hart ma- maybe josh hart anthony simons you might get yeah i think i think 16 it, a game out gonna, of like go
3: Jingle bells.
1: oh yeah sorry yeah no so uh, i redacted everything that, that man, I just <laughs> said uh the portland trailblazers will win the championship yes yeah,
0: thanks so, for reevaluating uh
1: joe joe ingles will just light the fucking league up i'm gonna know, like, to aussie pride context, mate no
3: please don't
0: <laughs> don't clip that do not put that anywhere thank
3: you very much it's going straight in the insta story
2: that's
0: an interesting move like is like we know how a good dame is at his best but like he's got a hell of a carry job on his hands and yeah. as you said you know, the West is only getting better. We're going to see Kawhi come back next season. The Clippers are going to be fit and firing. I know you could Yeah, look at you, go. The Lakers... <laughs> oh, started. Bro, oh, man. You
1: wanted to talk Lakers before. We'll talk little brother all day. That's fine. <laughs> we'll
0: talk <laughs> a little bit of Lakers. <laughs> don't you worry. We've got Kyrie Irving coming, mate. Happy days. Oh,
1: oh, look uh, <laughs> oh, at him, bro. He's going to burn every single one of your banners hanging in the rafters. Yeah, <laughs> I, I,
0: I tell you what, this is an absolute whirlwind... And, you know, kind of, I guess, moving on pretty hastily from the, the grand point, but moving ahead to, I guess, Westbrook, Irving, that whole situation, isn't that bizarre? Like, like these blokes were kind of, like, for Kyrie Irving, that, that whole franchise, the Nets, was built around KD, built around Kyrie, and I guess Harden for a lesser
4: extent, and it could all within two years just fully explode. It's almost a trust thing at the start. you bring in KD, you bring in Kyrie, and you trust that they'll kind of... Work together, not only only with the other players, but yep. with the front office, the coaching staff, to kind of build this culture, and hopefully at least get to the finals. Mate, Kyrie's Coach now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's probably, calling the shots. It's, it's, <laughs> he, was, he was running <laughs> sessions after Nash's practice the other day. That but, commitment's just gone out the window. And then you think, well, you know, where's KD going to end up if 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 Kyrie's gone? It's it's they're just in shambles well, right let, now.
0: Let me pose that as a hypothetical to Roy and then to you guys there. Yeah. If there were just you know, a hypothetical trade, in you know, a Westbrook for
3: Irving, just a straight swap. Who is the winner in that trade? Oh, man, <laughs> it's so tough because we know that Westbrook is, like, considering what he's done in the past, he's over the hill. But then I don't think that, you can trust, I don't think any team can trust Kyrie yeah, Irving yep. in a short-term or long-term status. So I think even if the Lakers were to get Kyrie Irving, yeah. I wouldn't even be confident that they'd see out the season with yeah. Kyrie Irving on their roster. He's just that much of a wild card. Um, I, don't, I don't like Kyrie Irving to the Lakers for your sake at all, Nick. I know he's a talented player when he's out there, but I just don't trust the guy. Um, and I don't think Lakers fans should either.
0: Boys, Matty Locke, what do you think in that hypothetical? Who wins that one? Or no one wins.
1: Can we we say neither? Are we allowed to say neither? Absolutely.
2: Us us as podcasters win. (laughs) Content Content is king for sure. Content is king and win. -win. I think it's one of those things where it's like it's the devil you know versus the devil you don't. And if if the Lakers are feeling like a gambling man, maybe they go, We know what we're gonna get with Westbrook and we don't like it. We're probably not gonna like it with Kyrie, but on a small chance that we do. And same thing with the trust there. you hope LeBron can work it out with him. Yep. Maybe you know, if there's anyone that can get through to Kyrie, it's LeBron. Might well, that's him. it.
0: That'd that's literally that's that all you. Nice. You'd be
2: pitting all your hopes on, holy shit, I hope LeBron can talk some sense into this guy.
0: That's the thing. As a Lakers fan, you know, it's it really is. It's such a, you know, it's hard to sleep at night at the minute because any way it goes, it feels, you know, like a, a pretty bad, bad situation. Mm. You know, you, I kind of, the only reason I get to sleep at night is knowing that LeBron's in the squad. You know, if you got LeBron <laughs> on the team, anything's possible. Mm. Um, but it's it's not looking too promising at the minute. Like all this speculation with Westbrook, with Irving, you know, all these moving parts. It's uh, yeah, it's not an ideal time to be a Lakers fan. So I must I'm, ask
1: you: Is it still is still anything possible if it's only LeBron on the team? Because you you may get twenty five games out of Kyrie. Uh, Anthony Davis is made of paper. We all know that. So you may possibly. get fifteen. You may get fifteen games out of him. Then, then what are you looking at? You're going to have to give up Taylor Horton Tucker if you're going to get Kyrie Irving. Then you're looking yeah. at what Malik Monk, Kent Bazemore helping uh, LeBron. You're looking at the same as what happened this year. You're you're 11th or 12th again. Like, but you know what? Then,
0: I'm, I'm pinning am where the league. LeBron's looking at a short price favorite, I reckon for MVP. If that's the case, like oh. he's going to have to go nuclear. All right, tug, the, tug the other one. Tug the other one. You're <laughs> yeah. right. Go on. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. no, I, I, I think I'm that's
2: with it. If Kyrie goes, that's a good over under. Who plays more games for the Lakers, AD or Kyrie?
0: Oh, mate, no, you... I'm gonna say, oh, <laughs> uh, what, you got a coin to flip? Considering yeah, it honestly feels like
2: yeah. that, doesn't it? I'll, really? I'll
0: go AD. I'll go AD. But Just
2: uh, I... he at least is, it will probably want to play. <laughs> I, I, I still. <laughs>
0: I That's still don't want. know.
1: Like, I think you, I think you got more more hope of Darwin Ham suiting up and fucking <laughs> yeah. what you're yeah, getting back. Right. of them I either cracking forty games. Yeah, I'm maybe. A bit yeah. Ticker,
0: but I tell you what, this off season is going to be electric. Um, speaking of electric off seasons, let's transition to the NBL lads. Thanks. We here, like we are notorious Jack jumper fans, <laughs> despite, and here we are talking to Sydney Kings fans, the reigning. <laughs> MBL champions.
2: This, this was a tough conversation. I wasn't. Too,
0: I wasn't going to bring
1: your icy winters back, but I mean, it, it's, <laughs> yeah. I think it's warmer here because we've got the golden glow of a championship radiating out of <sighs> Kudos Bank Arena, um, <sighs> and it's it feels it feels about twenty degrees of glow, but I would have to get closer to to Homebush to know.
0: Well, I'm going to pose a question to you, little gypsies, in a moment. Once I run <laughs> <laughs> them through our exciting news during the week, we officially finished off our roster, signing two imports during the week. Rashard Kelly has joined. Yep. A new right. power forward rep- replacing Mikhail McIntosh. Here. Six, I just want to get this right. He's a six foot seven power forward, playing at the minute in the French LMB with the JDA Dijon basket team. Uh, 26 year old. He averaged 11 and a half points last season, six and a half rebounds and two assists. And I think he's just going to add a little bit more, not only on the offensive, but also the defensive end than McIntosh. So yep. he was our first signing during the week, which has put us in good shape. We then backed it up the other day with the signing to complete the roster of Milton Doyle. He'll be our new shooting guard, six foot four. Uh, he's had experience with the Brooklyn Nets, played 10 games with them, as well as their affiliate G League team. And then in the 17-18 season, or that was in the 17-18 season, should I say, in the 2019 season, he went to the Chicago Bulls, the Windy City Bulls there, averaged half points, four rebounds and six assists. He's also played in Spain, Turkey and Italy. And he'll fill the role now of Josh Adams. So, fellas, from the Daily Dribble team, we've got our two new imports, replacing McIntosh and Adams mm-hmm. with Kelly and Doyle. How do we feel about these moves? Row for yourself. I know, Lee, you're you're coming aboard the NBL (laughs) train, aren't you, mate?
2: Slow and steady. Slow and steady indeed. What did, you, what did you
0: think of these moves here,
3: right? Yeah, very positive moves. Um, Milton Doyle, he's got big shoes to fill, doesn't he? Like Joshie Adams. Big shoes. Huge big loss, shoes. we know. he At times, like we've said it throughout the season, he's probably been like a top five guy at times throughout the season. Yep. Um, so Milton Doyle, he'll come, he'll come in with huge expectations this season. And a good pedigree behind him as well. I think he's got the experience. He's got the pedigree, as you mentioned. He's got the NBA talent. Yep. Um, I think... Jack Jumpers fans, we're, we're pretty we're pretty tolerant though. I feel like in terms of I, I like you it, it might get a it might take a little while to to get going Certainly. and gel up with the boys, yep. but um, I'm really happy with those imports, particularly Doyle with the NBA mm-hmm. NBA experience. I think you you can never um, look past you know senior experience like that. So
0: and
4: just, yeah, really happy. Just before I transit or leave for yourself, happy with these signings as you embrace the NBL next season. I mean, just by ear, Doyle sounds like the the big the big name, no. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely yes. I think- Chicago Bulls, you said seven Well, he played with the Brooklyn Nets He was
0: with the G League affiliate team there for the Chicago oh, Bulls I was, um, was going to say but, it, but still an incredible league yeah. in its own right Boys from the fifth and dribble Let me pose this to you So we've got at least two key imports coming in Will Magne back and healthy What do you think your chances are Of duplicating your efforts from last season? NBL champion- back to back We're going back to back We're going back to back <laughs>
1: Did you did you yeah, not yeah. see that? Did you did you not see that? NBL All Second Team Xavier Cooks resigned. The X Man, he's back. Did you? Unfortunately, did you not see we did that. that yep. Did, <laughs> yeah. did you not see that um, DJ the Sniper re-signed as uh, well? Don't uh, DJ. See, DJ.
3: Enemy number one.
1: Did you not see Handsome Man Brucey is back as well? Like,
2: oh <laughs> my we Come
0: on.
1: Brucey, you yeah. want to talk about your Windy City Bulls? There? They don't have NBL Championship headings, <laughs> so, You know, cool. let's just get out of
0: here. I tell you what, in good news for both of us, though, we saw during the week as well, JLA, Joe Lawala Chul won't be re-signing with Melbourne United. Oh, yeah. How yeah. I tell you he what, for the down. league, though, Big loss, huge so for, loss, for both no, of yeah. our our franchises. A big, big plus there. Mm. Mm.
2: I'm, I'm really hoping this begins the downfall of United and Perth. They have got a lot of front office stuff going on on their end.
0: Perth Hopefully, we're world
2: of strife, aren't they? They lost they during the week, and uh, and it's like that. They've had one average season in the last thirty years, and they can't hack it.
0: Can't, yeah, now, just not, want,
2: yeah.
0: Where's the championship fighting them? It's not there. I know. I, yeah, exactly. uh, I
1: believe it's located at Kudos Bank Arena, like I said before. Golden, <laughs> Golden Glow coming from the
0: home. Home of Sh-
2: Australian basketball. Home
0: of Australian basketball. Yes, thank you very much. I London, tell you what, as much as we're, that. I feel like we're like these couple of podcasts we've had together. The chemistry is building, no doubt about it. And we spoke about last time our travel fund or uh, I guess either us coming up there or you coming down here watching the game between the Kings and Jack Jumpers. I feel as if at that point it might be the kind of. You know, the breakup of our, our two, ever, ever, I guess, our relationship. Because I feel there might be fists thrown. Like so well, I, guess, I, I, thought, well,
2: I, I thought that was more going to be like our third date. Really. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the vibes we were kind of going to be having. You going. thought you were
3: getting a second base, Lockie.
2: Mate, I thought, mate, all I can do is hope.
0: <laughs> I tell you what, it's going to be a wicked season in the NBL. Like, as we said, the league, you know, the last couple of years, it's going from strength to strength. You know, I don't want to harp on the Jack Jumper's point, but just outline. outline by the talent that we're getting now, um, we'll touch on in a minute with the draft, some of the talent that's going to the NBA this season really just, I guess, gives more credibility to the league. Um, it's really in such great shape at the minute. The talent it's you know, getting in and also exporting there. It's, it's a wicked league. There's so many teams, so much talent on it. Um, the Kings absolutely front and centre of that, but uh, a lot of teams coming in behind, a lot of quality players within the league.
2: Yeah, and, and, and I think that was on show on draft day, wasn't it? Like, I know yep. we are going to touch on it a little bit, but the talent of the NBL, not just in the draft, but a few of the undrafted guys that will come after, that's mm. going to be massive.
0: Huge. Mm. Absolutely. Yep. Fellas, let's move ahead the Daily The and just
2: discuss the
0: NBL. The, oh, no, I'm, oh NBL's on come the brain. The NBA finals, <laughs> should I say. The Warriors winning that one four, 2 We're a week on now from that point. What did you fellas make of the, the series as a whole? What were your initial your initial thoughts on the uh, on the series? Uh, well, as you would have seen over at 5th uh, and Dribble, the Golden State Warriors are
1: dogs. They are absolute dogs, Couldn't okay? Agree. So, Maddie B,
0: before we had the technical issues, you were just touching on the Warriors there,
1: mate. Yeah, so I'm glad that we did have technical issues because I could go and finish when I was thinking about Stephen Curry. Um, that, <laughs> that boy and that team, fucking dogs, like I was saying. Like, they... Yep. So, so great that they have four. It pains me a little bit because I was on the bandwagon well before, like they had Monte (laughs) Ellis and David Lee when I used to support them, and then a jump ship, and then they became really, really good. So, I mean, I'm a good luck charm. Yeah, look, that's fine. At least I don't support the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers, so it's okay. (laughs) Um, It's um, look, it is is what it is. But now the the Warriors fantastic. You know, to go from. Relying on clay for 25 points per game to you know, you know, only 16 and coming off the thousand days of not playing, you know, playoff football, uh, playoff basketball. Sorry, I'm just I'm in a football mind. Playoff <laughs> basketball for that long. Um, Steph Curry give like this is his LeBron ring where he like had yeah, to really. physically drag his boys. Uh Absolutely. Draymond Green showing up and then failing out, then showing up and then failing out, like not knowing what you're getting from him. And yeah. I think it like you really saw the growth of Steve Kerr, like pulling Draymond, throwing out Otto Porter Jr. to start, Love like that. giving great minutes to Kavon Looney. So I think it was just, it was a fantastic fight by the Celtics, you know, give them their shamrocks where where they deserve it. However,
0: um, fuck Boston at the end of the <laughs> <laughs> For yourself, Locke, like, did you think, like, we kind of spoke about that last week when we, when we did our finals recap. We just mentioned it. It felt, it felt like you know, the Warriors just had so many more options to deploy. Boston were running with five, five and a half guys. You know, Derek White's at half a guy. Grant Williams was a non-factor, as was the rest of their bench. Mm. Whereas the Warriors just kept finding guys. Bielica was getting minutes. Looney, you know, Otto Porter coming off. You know, Iguodala got a few minutes here and there. They just had so many more avenues to pursue. for yourselves, Locke, what did you – do you think that was the defining factor in the series?
2: I I do. Yeah. We talked about it on our finals recap. We kind of said that it's like they just need a few more guys, Boston, to put out there. Like, there was like the thing about the Warriors is they're so versatile, right? Like, they killed the Celtics in a few different ways. They killed Mm. them being big, putting Kavon out there. Then they pulled Kavon out there and had Otto Porter and kind of killed them that way. Whereas Mm. the Celtics can only win one way, playing their way. And as soon as that kind of, as soon as there was a spanner in the works there, it kind of threw them for a loop. And they did well. They did well to do what they did. And I, I was. There was part of me that when it was, what, game five, I was like, you know what, they've been in this situation before. They've had to win the last two to win the series. I thought maybe there's a chance. But then game six, the Warriors didn't Dogs. let the Dogs. that happen. Well, that, Dogs. That, that, that game <laughs>
0: four, wasn't it, Lee? That game four where the Celtics had it and that fourth quarter, like that's where the, the switch flipped. They it turned to shit, lost that mm-hmm. one. They could have been 3-1 up. And from yeah. there, the series just, you know, it did a complete 180. Um, you know, I, I know we spoke about this last <laughs> week, but for the Celtics, We spoke about what moves they need to make. Things of the kind. Mm. Would you bet on the Celtics making the NBA Finals next season? Wouldn't bet on it. No, no. no,
4: I say they've got a you have a better chance than um, a lot of teams in the league. But like the the East is coming up now, isn't it? Like it's because like the West is you
0: know ridiculously deep. It's you know almost twelve strong at the moment. Mm. Um, but the East is starting to find find its feet as well. Um, so you just saying ha- have
4: I'd have more faith in a lot more faith in Golden State making it to the finals, opposed to the Celtics in the in the East.
0: Let's say next year in the East, who have you got over them? Jeez, um on the spot. God, early, early, James. <laughs> uh, I, I reckon I would have I'll have the Bucks over yeah, them Bucks because I think right, with yeah. Chris Middleton they would have won that series. Yep. Yeah. Um mm. uh, it's hard with the Nets because you don't know what's going to mm. transpire over the next couple of weeks and yeah. things and kind. I think the Heat are in a really good position as well. You know, mm. it didn't come together this season. Um, but I still think with the talent they've got, they'll be in and around the mix. Um, you know, your Phillies, you know, there's there's still a lot of talent within the East. So yeah. I, I likewise probably wouldn't bet on them. Um, unless they make a couple of moves this off season. Mm. Here's okay. a question I've got for you guys. So we saw, you know, during the, I don't know if you guys saw the NBA, the parade, and it mm. kind of, we saw, yep. of course, we saw quite a lot of action from that. You know, Clay was absolutely man of the match on that front. <laughs> but I had a quick question to pose to all of us here. Out of both teams, and I, I guess more specifically, the Warriors being winners, who is the one player that you would most want to share a beer with? Out of those two squads. Both squads? Yeah, we, we'll say both squads, the Celtics and
4: Warriors. And we can, can pick can one, one from each? No, just, just one, okay, one, one, one total.
2: Steve, oh, give me one. What um, do you reckon, Is it,
4: are we, I don't know if I'm
1: picking like as a mate or as a basketball player. Or you want um, to
2: be like, what a cool story I had. Yeah, exactly. Who best. are you going to like yeah.
4: when you because you I'd say are, from a mate's standpoint instead of bet? Because you yeah. you could yeah. just go the easy route because so like. you're,
0: you're both going to be trollied. So, what's the one you're most you're going to have? <laughs> who's the bloke you're going to have the most fun with?
4: Oh,
1: the bloke I'm going to have the most fun with is going to be Clay for sure. Like, like that dude, that dude only knows how to have a good time. I mean, Lachlan's <laughs> not the biggest Clay Thompson fan, but that's because Lachlan doesn't like to have fun. But um, <laughs> it's
2: don't like fun and don't like threes. No, nah, he, nah, <laughs> he doesn't. He's,
1: he's an old man that just likes to play in the paint. <laughs> play in the fight. paint. Use that big body. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. Nah, I mean, Clay just—he's just, just always—he's always vibing. He's always having a good time. Like, yeah, uh, let's have a few little
0: fat lands with Clay. Why not? That word you just use, vibe. Like vibing, vibe. vibe. He is a vibe, isn't he? Like, yeah. The way he went about his business, he was on a different planet to everyone else. Um, mm,
4: like, who, who are you having a beer with? Uh, to be honest, I, uh, I
0: was I was, as I kind of came up with the question during the week, I was kind of running through all the players. And you know, of course, Steph, he's going to be great. You know, chatting to one of the you know, maybe the top 10 greatest players of all time. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a hard You're one just shorten us. that list up. He's probably top
1: five, he's probably getting close to, be- uh, Mount Rushmore material. We're, I think we're but, getting uh, there, aren't we? But I'd say there. play as well, just so, from what no. the way
0: he was on that NBA grade, like. I tell you what, once I have a couple of drinks, I just start to lose control. And I think he was kind of similar. So I reckon he would be the guy, right?
3: Yeah, look, oh, I don't want to sound too predictable. bloody predictable. But, yeah. yeah, Clay would be the bloke. But, like, just imagine your mates with Draymond Green as well. Like, mm. a lot of the NBA yeah. Podcast community... Podcast
2: hooker?
3: Yeah, potentially. Like we yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but just imagine your mates with Draymond Green. Like, a lot of the NBA community probably don't like it, yeah. um, particularly those who aren't Golden State fans. But yep. who was your mate and you were out with Draymond on the town after a few frothies? Jeez, I reckon that'd be a long night. Yeah, bloody long night, absolutely. But, yeah, I tell you what, this finals, you know,
0: although it went six games and, you know, for the most part, all the games were blowouts, you know, 10-plus yeah. points, mm-hmm. it really was an exciting series. And I, I think we did get the two best teams in it. Would you fellas agree, based on this season, that it were the two the two best teams?
2: I think two best teams would have been Lakers and Nets. That would have been a series I wanted to watch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it also just, I think it was it, it was such a weird year. Like we're so used to all these super teams there being one standout team, at least in each co- like kind of in each conference. We like yep. I would be very, very surprised if they didn't make the finals. That's better against
0: like, LeBron, isn't it? You just draw exactly him
2: Exactly. Like like this year felt pretty open. Uh, but we, I think, I think we definitely by the end of the season, they were the two best in each conference. Like, we saw Phoenix mm. just absolutely like, I, I don't even know what they did in the playoffs there. Like, all yeah. the way up until the playoffs, I would have said they were the best. Mm. Yep. But at the yeah. end of the day, yeah, if you can't win in the playoffs, what are you doing?
4: they mm. will sleep at the wheel. I saw this thing yeah. on the um, JJ Reddick podcast in terms of that Phoenix game seven against Mavs. So yeah. it was in Phoenix, and he was pretty much saying, Do you reckon there's, um, like a lot of pressure, especially in game one and game seven, if you're at home, that you're expected to win that game and that 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 can be like sometimes a downfall.
0: Well, I think their downfall was the game six because they got absolutely yeah. butt-raped in that as yeah. well. But in terms so, of game
4: seven, do you reckon – I reckon that plays a big part, just that you'd, as an NBA yeah. player, you'd ha- obviously have to overcome that kind of ec- – those expectations to win. But I, I, for me, I feel like it'd play a part. Being at home, game seven. You're, it's, no, you're they're the moments you that that live game.
0: for. You live for that. Mm. You gotta live for that. Like that is what dreams are made of. Having yeah. that opportunity. I think they've just they've just completely lost the plot there. Yeah. Like these blokes over here, you've mm. lost the plot, fellas. Nah. So I had
2: to mute. I had the cough coming, and I was like, I didn't know if have <laughs> could start talking. I was like, I had to oh. chuck the mic on mute. We're sharing oh, yeah. the mic today. You're so a true I'm professional, good. Lockie. Two, yeah. two, two blokes one mic i didn't want to uh, <laughs> can you turn like, that into a video wrong. too please oh, man, I, I don't think we get many views on that one <laughs> <laughs> I can't get, agree. We, Although, we don't want to get
1: we don't want to get cancelled before we get big so that right. could be your ticket to success
2: uh, if, it,
1: if it works for kim kardashian it yeah, works yeah. for me so i mean you know anything's possible <laughs> i can see but, the amen similarities to amen to that I, I don't have hair you can tug during, so it's, you know, it's
0: going yeah, to be, be an issue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just get up in there. What are wigs for then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fellas, yeah. we um, might move ahead then to the NBA draft that occurred during the week. The
4: Daily Dribble.
0: So, this was like, for all, all intents and purposes, it felt like it was a pretty almost locked in draft until about 24 hours before
4: not
0: even mm. 24 hours oh it came around pretty quickly the news that like mm. well oh, hold on we better just I'm, I'm scared to do this because i've got little twigs as arms oh here what we are go you doing?
1: what
3: is going on
0: oh, oh. What is going on oh <laughs> my
3: goodness
0: yeah, what
2: what oh unbelievable
0: Look wow. out! I, where's that from? So this is from work. She's a small as well, so it's a <laughs> tight fit. I got it as a freebie. So um,
3: it's magnifying a, the biceps she's as well. Pretty, must pretty say,
0: pretty slim fit. Oh come on, here we ah, go. Here. here we go. You want to have a flex off, Maddie? Oh, this is dangerous. I, I don't yeah, think he's, he's, uh, like he's getting his kit off. But I mean, are you on? Are you on the <laughs> Orlando bandwagon now? Are you? Mate, oh, well, I've kind of got a don't I? Partly because they're a breeding ground for the Lakers. We've seen the last couple of number one yeah. Six yeah. Have had Dwight Howard. Oh, sh- big shack! Yes, both come to the Lakers. Could could Ben Chero be on the way as well? Uh-huh. Hey! Oh. Yes, yes. My guy, my guy! Absolutely. <laughs> t- there it is. Twinsies. quit it! Oh, oh, we couldn't have scripted this any better.
3: Do You guys want to get a room or?
0: There
1: we go. I'm oh, already right. in a room with another man, unless he wants to join in I, on the uh, menage really, a trois. Really let lose. me let me just I'm check what the jetstar
0: timetable's time time. time yeah. doing. Yeah. <laughs> But I tell you what, like it was a phenomenal draft. I'll rip through the top. Uh, I was going to say top, do top. top 15. We'll do the top 15 real quick here and then just discuss any other talking points from that. Uh, number one was Palo Banchero to the Orlando Magic. Number two, Shet Holmgren to to the Thunder. To the Thunder. Ooh, just quickly, oh, how about him and Poku together? A couple of string beans. <laughs> Bra, thin towers, watch out. It's yeah, happening. Dangerous, <laughs> dangerous. Jabari Smith went number three. Keegan Murray, four to the Kings. Jaden Ivey went fifth to the Pistons. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, Doctor Strange. When number six to the Pacers, on Sharp. Number seven to the Blazers. Our man Dyson Daniels. Double number D. eight. Double D, baby. Quickly, just quickly, what what did I say about twelve months ago? Number top five. I think you know? said
3: top ten. Top 10 you said now? top ten. I'll
0: yep. take that. I'll take that. That's very good. Number you know, that eight. was the lake. That was
2: the Lakers' picnic that they used to get him too. Just shut up for oh, a minute man. I <laughs> don't mate.
0: Just shut up. I don't want to talk about the Lakers anymore tonight because I know anything yeah, that I we say is not going to be good for me. So, number 9 was Jeremy Sochin to the Spurs.
4: He's got <laughs> cool hair that yeah, guy. He does. Cruise. 10
0: was it number 10 you, or you big Johnny Davis? <laughs> Johnny Davis. Johnny yes. Davis to the yep. Wizards. Yep, love number that. 11 Usman Deng. That's went, your boy. He went to the Knicks got traded to OKC. Yep. Number 11 Oh, no, that was number 11, should I say. Number 12, Jalen Williams went to OKC. 13, Jalen Durant. JD. Was
4: that you, Lee? No, that was right. That was me. That was me. Your boy's right. I mean, he got drugged by Hornets, went to Knicks, and then got traded to Detroit. Anyone
0: want to say number 14? Yeah, that
3: was tough. (laughs) Oh, no.
0: OKC. Agbaj?
4: Oh, it's uh
1: o- Agbaji. We uh we actually watched the of the four college games we watched, three of them were of him. So oh, oh, there you that's, that's, why that's, that's why it happens to Oshay Agbaji. And number is that, 15, that is the 15 only was the most basic white boy name ever.
0: <laughs> my yeah. Charlotte Hornets. So there was a the top 15. Lads, how do we feel about that? Just quickly, we'll start on Benchero.
4: Yeah, start top three.
0: Let's let's start with the top
4: three. Look, um, I didn't I didn't expect Benchero to go. One, I thought he was going to go three. I thought it was going to go Jabari, Jet, yep. Um, Venkero. Yep. Um, but I guess you you look at what Venkero brings to Orlando Magic, and I guess he brings that culture um that they're looking to build around him. Yeah, I like it. I, I, I tell no, you, you what, hate on it. His suit
0: was a bit of a flex there, though, it wasn't it? I liked it.
4: That was, it was loud. loud. That was a loud move. Do you reckon
0: you guys could pull that off? Something that loud? I, I don't know if we could, but we try it. You don't die wondering. We'd give <laughs> it a
1: go. We'd give uh, it a go
0: for sure. So, Maddie, seeing as you and I are synced up here in the Orlando tops, <laughs> a bit of Orlando pride here, mate. Like, how, what do you think of this move? Do you think this was the right move for them? Because it kind of felt like Shet was always going to go number two, and it was kind of a toss up between Jabari and Palo there for that number one spot. Do you yeah, think, they I think the right the thing,
1: I think the thing that Orlando has been lacking is probably. Uh, a forward and I would say Paolo's probably more of a three than a four he might he might have the size of a four but he moves like a three um Chet Chet to me made no sense because I mean they've already got Mo and Wendell Carter Jr there so like why would they why would they plug, plug it up even further and I mean Jabari Smith great things obviously coming out of Auburn but Paolo was on the stage. Like, it's Duke. This is Duke basketball. Exactly. At at one point or another, the guy that is on more nationally televised TV games is... Going to be selected, yeah, and then go to the (laughs) event. I only enjoyed it
2: while they lasted. (laughs) Yeah, not that many anymore.
1: But you think about it, you got guys like Terence Ross in front of you, like you know, you got no issues playing over him. Um, I think they're building a nice young core there, obviously. Like our boy Suggs, um, obviously, like Franz Wagner, the best Wagner. Um and they have the other Wagner too. They have they, the best the worst Wagner. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, Mo Bamba obviously had, took a bit of a leap last year, Wendell Carter I think they're doing like good things over there. Oh, think, Anthony over there
0: as well.
1: Yeah, Cole Cole does all right as well. I just think that like they they need and, and Paolo may be that guy, but they need their out and out superstar that is gonna take all the criticism, he's gonna yep. take it, take everything, and and like his jersey is gonna be like armor. Like he's just like, yeah, I hate to get, you know. Uh, metaphorical and, I do and it. keep and keep keep the Superman homage going in Orlando, but I mean Shaq took a lot of the criticism, and you know it uh, some of it bounced off his chest. Other stuff pushed him to Los Angeles. Um, yeah. Dwight took a lot of the criticism, and they built the team around him, and they and saw you know sustained success. Yeah. yeah, where where did he his career die? Did you mean yeah? <laughs> uh, Los Angeles <laughs> is where it died. And I Dwight, knew I shouldn't have said anything because anyway. Yeah, Dwight then about seven other teams. Yeah. Bad news. Um, um, but I mean, if, if Chet can be, uh, sorry, not Chet, if Paolo can be that guy that just, you know, absorbs all the pressure, the criticism and can still, you know, come out and give you, uh, I'm not even asking for like a crazy, cause I mean, Evan Mobley had a crazy uptick yeah. this year, obviously, but even like a Scotty Barnes that like, mm. we're not, we weren't really expecting anything amazing from him, but he still gave us 15, six and six. Like if he can have something like that and just be a stable head in the locker
0: room, then sky's the limit at the end of the day. Lock for yourself. What do you think of this movie?
2: Do you think it was the right pick for the magic there, mate? I do think, yeah. I think out of those top three guys, as you said, Chat was probably locked into two. Yeah. Um, he's got he's got the highest all-around quote unquote like superstar potential. Like I really like Jabari Smith. And I think it's kind of hard to judge him at Auburn with the guards that he had there. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Paolo could really be anything. Mm. And you can't win a championship without probably what a top five or six guy.
0: Mm-hmm. At least That's like a fitting. top
2: 10 guy to get into the finals. I think he, he has that upside out of those three. That's the thing with this draft, like,
0: I guess, to yourself, Lee and Rowe, like, it just feels as, I guess, compared to other years, it feels like a draft where there's, you know, there might be one real standout player. There's going to be a lot of good players as opposed to superstars. It's going to be a well-rounded, you know, mm. you, I don't think we'll be looking at a Luka Doncic or a, you know, a LeBron level player, mm. Um, but there's going to be a lot of really good quality, you know. I guess role players, for lack of better words. But mm-hmm. do you guys see, like, you know? I think Shet certainly got that superstar potential just with his frame. If it all comes together,
2: yeah, it just um, scares me. There's so many red flags. Like, it's that's it. More often, than, yeah. more often than not, it doesn't happen. Exactly. And it's like OKC okay, are so in the position where they can gamble on it because obviously they have a million picks. And they're oh. gonna pick every like th- their next pick is like ten years old somewhere. They've got his draft. <laughs> guy, <right? laughs> they um they're just good to go. Like they-, they can take that gamble. Whereas a few other teams, you don't get it often. If you exactly get the first, right. if you get a top three pick, you just got to take the guy. Yep. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yep. And that. And I guess for yourself, Roy Lee, do you guys do you, do you see superstar potential in this draft?
3: Um, oh, I don't know about like, I guess the potential is there, whether they're going to reach it or not. That's a, that's a different question. As you were mentioning before, I think we've just got a. I reckon there's a few certainties in this draft in terms of they're going to be multiple all-stars throughout the course of their career. Like Chet Holmgren, as we were mentioning, I think he's probably got the highest potential of everyone, but then there's probably also a bit of uncertainty around him as well because we've seen these kind of frames go either way like will he turn into perhaps potentially i heard comparisons of a christoph spazingus will he turn into that, that's
2: that, that's not great news yeah no, it's not, not, it's not absolutely great news, not great news is yeah. it like if
3: if you're paying up for a number two pick alternatively will he turn into someone like a you know this is up this is sort of like going up the high end of the scale will he turn into like a kd like a really tall perimeter type player there's there are a few um I reckon lock all starts, particularly at that one and three spot. Um, I'm really intrigued to see what happens with Chet Holmgren. Yep. And also, like, I don't know how much we can touch on him, but I reckon my, my rookie of the year next year. Oh, here um, we go.
0: Here we go. Do it early. Get it, oh, it early. early. early picks Early, early. It's I like it. Wow. It's,
3: Let's do it. It's not coming in the top three either. Um, yeah. My rookie of the year next year, number five, Jaden Ivey. Jayden. Yeah, this a, is a
2: fantastic pick. I love Jaden. He's Ivey. been yes.
0: getting heaps of talk the last couple of days, just before the draft. He is really.
3: Starting to turn some heads. I I think that's a wicked pick. Oh, I think so as well. And I like, I know he looks like Jamaran, but for Godness sake, like he, he plays like him as well. Like he's lightning quick. He, you can just see he's going to take the lead by storm. And mm-hmm. I'm really keen to see what he can provide.
4: Well, while we're at it late, you may as well. Rookie of the year pick early, mate. Getting early. Getting early. I've, I've always, especially in that top three, I've always been pretty high on Jabari Smith Jr. I think out of the whole draft, he's probably going to be the name that sticks yep. out. Um, on in terms of chat, everyone, you've we've heard that he's gonna, his, heel, his ceiling is high, but I think he if his ceiling's low, he goes pretty low. Like you, you know what you, I mean. Like, so you
0: think his floor is like rock bottom? Yeah, he's yeah. a boom yeah. or bust type player. I right? reckon. Yeah. 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 Well, it's kind of like my pick with. Giddy the other, like, a couple of years ago, and I mentioned, oh. you know, his potential. I'm going to keep riding the Dyson Daniels train. I think it would almost be criminal if I deviated from him. Um, I'm stoked that he went to the Pelicans. I yeah, think it's too. a perfect it's fit.
2: It's a great Maybe. system. It's a great system for him.
0: Yeah. It's a great system for him, and I think he will get the chance to flourish as well. I think he'll be given opportunity. Um, hmm. So, you know, I, I, I think I'm just going to ride the hot hand and, and stick with Daniels there. Yeah, I love that. Fellas, Lock, Matty. What have you got? Early hot takes here. Early, very, very early. But who have
1: you got for rookie of the year? Uh, well, I certainly don't have Keegan Murray because the franchise that he went to is a absolute bin. Um, yeah. Yep. Facts. Look, I like. I really like the shout of Jaden Ivy. Um, yep. and it's kind of, it's kind of on the back of the Sacramento Kings being a, a bin franchise. Uh, of like, I I, I, I read something the other day, and. It's just verbatim. It's only coming to the dome mm. now. Of the last seven drafts, or, or last eleven drafts, or something, the pick after the Kings has always turned into a superstar. What was it? And it's and it's like Damian Lillard, Clay Thompson. They took um, Jimmer from debt, didn't
0: they? They went Jimmer
2: and yeah, they play. took
1: Jimmer. Um, yeah. I think I think Kawhi came after them as well. Like just yep. yeah. absolute brain move. And I mean, Kawhi's a little bit different because he was out of the out of the uh, lottery. And that's okay. The man's a unicorn. We love him. Clipper nation stand up. But um, I just, I really love the pick of Jaden Ivy. I think the thing that the Detroit, like Detroit obviously won the draft day um, oh, and, and what they're building with their youth just allows for him to flourish so much. Like if yeah. they can keep beef stew in this uh, fringe Clint Capella role and, and Cade Cunningham can keep growing and they can put some shooters around Obviously, like Jaden Ivey's got the, I think he's got the most area to to succeed.
0: Well, let's let's actually touch on the Pistons for a bit because they're a team, I know we spoke a little bit, was it today? I, yeah. The, the day's yep. blurring to one. Yep. We, I think we spoke about it earlier today, the Pistons, and I think they're probably one of the most watched teams just because they're the team within the 30 that have the largest cap space available at the moment. Know mm. there's a mm. lot of talk at the moment. You know, they got Kemba. He's going to be a buyout candidate there in the free agency market. Um mm but DeAndre Ayton is the name really heavily linked them I've seen, with I've them.
2: seen that flow. that could be giant for them that would be such a good young core I tell like, you I think yeah I think I think the like I know a couple like we've talked about Ivy a little bit already but just like on a side note there he from what I saw from the reports I saw he re, he refused to work out for any of the top 4 picks he yeah, only worked yeah. out for Detroit and lower cuz he wanted to go to Detroit so, really, when you think about that, he could have been someone that went four, or I maybe know. he sneaks into the third spot, right? Like maybe teams fall in love with him and you get that value at number five. You know, like that weird. is,
0: yeah. Just on that, as you speak about that, like, you know, working out with teams and things, you know, just as a, a little segue there before we go back to Detroit, the fact that Benchero didn't actually have a workout or a, a formal meeting with the Orlando Magic and they still took his <laughs> one. Yeah. How's that? Yeah, like, they when must when be I reading that. I was like, oh, that is some. Um, mm. You know, big dick energy to still just just put the house on him essentially. So it's a um, it's a question mark of a franchise, really. Like let's be real. Yeah, exactly let's right. Exactly right. But I guess back on on the pistons, do you think, Ro, like if you were to flip a coin,
3: yep. you know. Would you say that by the season start, Aiton will be on the Detroit Pistons? Yes or no? There's been a lot of talk about it, hasn't there? Um, and if I was DeAndre Aiton, like, it really depends what he's looking at doing because I still think, and I think most NBA fans would agree, that the Phoenix Suns will still be up there for at least the next few years. I think it's going to be very dependent on, I guess, what level CP3 is playing at because yep. I think since he's came over to the Phoenix Suns, they've been – they've sort of turned the – Corner in terms of being championship contenders. To answer your question, um I think DeAndre is probably staying at the Phoenix Suns. I think he's yep. looking at potentially a championship over the next few years. But if he did go to the De- Detroit Pistons, where, like, a question back at you, where does that put the Detroit Pistons going forward? Like, particularly next year and over the next few years, are they in playoff contention next year? I don't think they're in playoff
0: contention, but I like the fact that it you know they're young core cool. at the minute. You know you got Stewart, you got Bagley, oh, DeAndre Ayton is a huge upgrade on that. You yep. pair him alongside Cade over the next mm. couple of seasons. Sadiq Bay alongside them. Um, you know they've got pieces to work with. So yeah. and with the cap space they've got, I think they're in a really good position. I don't think they're certainly you know playoff championship contenders in the next year or two. But I think over the next five years or so, if they actually make that move. Um, abode well for
4: them. Lee, for yourself? I reckon, what, in terms of DeAndre Ayton? Oh, Um, yeah, and for the Pistons as a whole, if they make that move? I reckon he's going to end up there, to be honest, um, by the start of the season just because he, you can see the direction they're heading in, and it's upwards. And the Suns are cheapskates. They're not cheapskates, (laughs) but but I reckon he's got more to offer over Detroit. I I personally see Detroit coming into this season the same as I I saw Cleveland coming into last season, where they were kind of... Pretty shit the season before, but then you looked at the the moves they made in the offseason and how, how they got Evan Mobley in the draft, and you're like, hang on, these these Cleveland Cavaliers could probably be something. I, I similar with the Detroit Pistons. I see Kay Cunningham, I see Jaden Ivey, I see um Duran who was picked up in the draft. Yep. And then if DeAndre Ayton goes over there, I'm not saying they're making it to the Finals, even the playoffs, but I think they're definitely they're heading in, in the, the right direction. Right direction. Well, be yeah. yourself,
0: fellas, over there. Do, like, do you see,
4: you
0: know, big Sarver over there, all the, all the cloud that surrounds him that's still ongoing at the moment? Like, do you think the Suns will actually shell out? Like, they had the opportunity this season and they didn't take it.
2: Do you think that Aiton will remain with the Suns? He, he may in the short term, but I don't think more yep. than the next two seasons, he'll be there. I think he is. And, and and even if you agree rightfully or not, he should be pissed off. Like it is what it is. It's a business at the end of the day. If people don't want to pay that, then they don't want to pay it.
0: Yep. Um, but
2: I think even if they can't get an Aiton and he, and he chooses to re-sign, you've given yourself plenty of pieces to go out and get someone. Yep. You've got cap space. You've got a few young guys. Like say Phoenix do re-sign him and maybe you use Durin to go get him next year or next off season. Maybe yeah. flip him because, you know, he's he's going to be on a lot less money. Phoenix might want that. Absolutely, it, it's, yeah. it's not about the short term for Detroit. I don't want him to try and go, oh, man, we really need to get in the playoffs now. It's like, cool. Yeah. We have this young core. Maybe let's try and aim to be competitive in most of our games. Yep. Let's try and put a good product on the floor. Uh, if we get a play in, awesome. Happy days. Yep. Um, and then, you know, kind of build from there over the next coming years
0: yeah i agree 100 percent like they're in a good building phase they're in a really good position it's like okay see at the minute they're building towards something that's not in the next year it's not in the next probably two years but for the next five to ten years that's going to be their their area to really thrive um i tell you what i it's only ended a week ago but i cannot wait for next season both on the nbl the nba front there is a lot to look forward to here isn't there fellas
2: October's going to come so quick. It will yeah, come isn't it? very, quick. Back, so very,
0: very really, quick. We're nearly into July now as we speak. Um, it's, it's incredible, isn't it?
3: Oh, it's huge. Just quickly for all of you fellas, who do you think were the biggest losers of this draft? There were some... I the think in, in my opinion, there were some pretty obvious winners, but there were some pretty obvious losers as well. Do we? Knickerbockers? Yeah, I knicks. would knickerbockers ha- wholeheartedly agree with that. Just
0: continue to make a meal of everything they touch. Um do, do they do they just because they didn't like anyone from the draft they
1: decided to move a first round pick into three future first round picks they got rid of Kemba Walker's contract to loosen up a little bit for maybe Jalen Brunson Kyrie Can might come him?
0: over the might I, come over the way like I think they blew it with Usman Dang, though I, I spoke about him a week or two ago now and I, I I like him I'm a big fan got the opportunity to see him courtside this year um, I was absolutely buckled but I, I saw a bit of him. <laughs> I right. nearly passed out in my chair. Um, I think they missed a Bad scouting bit. report. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the little bits that I did see through Squidward yeah. guys were really good. Um, you know, I, I see reasons, as you said just, Maddie, that they, they might almost be a winner. Um, but I think they're almost a, a franchise in turmoil at the minute. After the success they had a year or two ago, you know, getting that home court advantage, everything looks rosy. Even last season, that first week or two, leading the Eastern Conference um, and just since then it's been a downwards trajectory and they've kind of almost lost that allure of being almost a destination um, mm. whereas 12 months ago they they did have that allure you know almost you know a playoff a playoff home mm. they home got KD because of it right
2: like there was yeah, like, they were, like, never, they were never they were never getting KD.
1: they were never getting but the Knicks have historically been this franchise they've gone after high-end Free agents. They got a Maurice Stoudemire. He punched a fire extinguisher, broke his hand, <laughs> uh, and they've been, twice, year, they've been in a ten-year they've been in a ten-year slump since then. They tried to do the same thing with Jordan when he wanted to leave the Bulls Absolutely. in the nineties. So it it's just the Knicks being the Knicks. I just I just like the fact that they're not that, granted they should rush a little bit more but they're not rushing at in the sense of like they're trusting in what they see in rj barrett yep. whether you trust julius randall or not i don't necessarily agree with that either but yep. they're they're sticking by their guys should never have stuck by evan fournier get him the fuck out of new york <laughs> yep but that they actually have assets like growing up watching the nba it, it was this big joke that you know the knicks never had assets and yep, that's yeah. now the lakers got- the lakers will never have that issue because Can they have 18
2: always.
1: my point is they'll always be a destination because they have 18 yeah. championships and the knicks don't right okay, so exactly. they don't they don't need they don't need that kind of capital they've no. got it all hanging on the wall but yeah just for the knicks like certainly they didn't win. They did lose, but I don't, I think people are just blowing it way fucking out of proportion than what it needs to be. I
2: I think they're doing that due to the history, right? Like if this was a good, if this was a well-run franchise that had done this, he'd be like, look how smart they are. They kind of moved back down, turned into future assets. They kind of have a plan because they never have a plan. I don't believe they have one now. I don't Mm -hmm. think Leon Rose woke up one day and just went, I know how to fix this. (laughs) I think they just kind of just like, I remember probably three, four years ago, they signed a whole lot of people on two-year deals, and it was like it was just after Kristaps. So what, two yep. years ago? Yeah. Yep. traded. Yep. They signed a whole lot of people, two-year deals. They're like, sweet. We don't really like any of these free agents now. We will get two-year deals. Some of them with one-year player options, so we can go again next year. Exactly. And then they got no. One. I've, I've <laughs> yeah. kind of and it, it's just continually kicking at
0: the minute, doesn't yeah. it? Like everything that's not nailed down. You know, RJ Barrett is almost up for up for, you know, relocation. Um, He feels as if the only piece at the minute that kind of feels set to the franchise. Um, They're in an interesting position. I, I hope, you know, we spoke about this, I know, here on the podcast the other, you know, a couple of months ago when they were actually relevant. The league is better when the Knicks are relevant.
2: I couldn't um, agree more. Yeah. I, they were, how good were all those Bing Bong videos? Like oh, Side yeah. Talk New York? Bing like, bong. It's, it's, it was it so was good incredible. when they're good, man. It's, so I, ho-
0: I hope they get it together because the league, you know, these big market teams, it, it is good for the league. It's good for viewership. You know, all the owners, all the, you know, executives are happy when money's coming in. And money's coming in when the Knicks, the Lakers, you know, the Warriors, all these franchises are good. So certainly the hope they pull their finger out and uh, get something done.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely.
0: Fellas, it has been an absolute privilege to have you on again today. Um, I know it certainly won't be the last time off-season now. There's a lot of things in the works. Before we wrap up, Lee, Mm. Roe? I know you guys are going on a little holiday now as we speak. So um, just put the <laughs> annual leave in, boys. Put it, leave. Uh, yes, put my annual leave in. Got <laughs> it approved. <laughs> approved it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, well. just, just quickly, just to you guys, before you go and leave, just on the podcast here, a big thank you for your, mm. all your continued efforts during the year.
3: Okay.
4: Probably don't say it enough, but I certainly appreciate everything you guys do. And, and to the <laughs> listeners, when when whenever I watch like a YouTuber or another podcast go on break, they say, "Oh God!" No, on. fuck that. We're not going on break.
0: I'll still be here. No, nail it.
4: No, down. <laughs> but but they never really have a destination for when they'll be back. Like yeah. I, um, we we have certainty that we're going to be back a little bit before the season starts. All right. So yeah, look, is that we, the same with the Euro? Oh, well, we need like we not, need to work out the finer I'm details.
0: I'm about to say, I "Do I have a couple of months on my own here?" <laughs> Yeah. You have you have extended it. <laughs> we got you, bro. Don't worry what do you, about what do you it. you get? Isn't it annual leaves four weeks for the year? No, we you got, got three you, months. You're booking
1: for in three
3: months, Lee. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit.
0: I'll be but back
3: before the season Long
1: started. service, baby. Long service leave. There's right? a good unions no, down man. there. I think
3: I, I think yeah, yeah, we take into account, like I don't know if you you blokes know this, but we've been doing this for pretty much two and a half years, pretty much non-stop. We've taken the odd week every off, Saturday, off.
4: pretty
3: much. So I think it just sort of shows the dedication that we have to to the podcast and what we want it to become going forward. Yes, we'll have a bit of time to refresh over the off season, which I think will be beneficial for everyone. Um, but yeah, no, it's um been a really good season, really exciting season. A lot to
2: look forward to next yeah, season
3: as well. We've absolutely. got big
0: things in the work. For you guys out there, be sure to stay tuned each week because I'll be here. I'll fly the flag. We've got a lot coming in the next few weeks. I'm going to start our season gradings for all 30 teams. We're going to start probably next week with the East, the following week with the West, just based on our predictions at the start of the season and uh, just rip through it from there. Lads from the 5th and Dribble, as we said, we'll no doubt have you guys on again soon. A lot to look forward to there. Guys, where can everybody find you?
1: Uh, look, Everywhere. Literally everywhere. How about LinkedIn? We, uh, except LinkedIn. We're oh, everywhere but Hillary. LinkedIn, you know. No one like a smart ass, right? <laughs> you. Come on, Lockie.
3: Come on, Lockie. You, you, can,
1: you can find us on, on, you know, Facey, Twitter instagram and you can find the nbl championship trophy in kudos bank arena so that's uh, fellas, that's where you can do. find Here us time to shut up now <laughs> thanks
0: maddie but again the boys from fifth and dribble are doing fantastic things for the nba the nrl your one-stop shop for all the news we certainly appreciate them coming on guys from maddie from lock from lee rowe who are going on holiday big thank you fellas be sure to stay up to date with all of our socials for all the latest news Subscribe wherever you listen to the show to get my hot little individual drop next week. I can't <laughs> wait. I'm pumped up. I'm gonna get pissed and drop it like it's hot. Yeah, good boy, guys. A big thank you.
2: Till next week. Love you. Bye. <laughs> oh, I oh, mean.